New Year, friend. Today is the day. We are back. First episode of the Byword Show in the New Year. I'm your host, Hannah Hughes. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not new here, welcome back. I'm so excited, you guys. I have been planning and dreaming for this year, and I just have a really good feeling about this one. So I'm pumped. I don't know about you, but get a drink, get cozy. We're just going to chit chat and talk all things new year. Today, I wanted to share some things that I'm going to be doing differently this year because let me just... Let me just give you the full unfiltered version of what this year has, this past year has been like, um, trigger warning. I am going to talk about mental health. Um, because this time last year I was truly at one of the lowest points of my life. I had just found out about our first miscarriage and, I was just really struggling. I feel like the first miscarriage was so unexpected and shocking that it just sent me spiraling out of control. And I know I've talked a little bit about it on the show before, but I just really wasn't doing well this time last year. I was very depressed, very just unmotivated, um, not feeling good. It took me a really long time to recover and feel like I had found myself again, had found um, confidence in God again. And I am just so grateful for the journey that's happened in the last year because I really see that I have come so far with the help of friends and doctors in this community and just hanging on to hope, like learning that God really is that anchor for us. It was really I mean, it was a hard year. (laughs) I don't know if it was like that for anybody else, but I really feel like 2022 was one of, if not the hardest year of my life. But I feel like I came out on the other side stronger and I'm so grateful for that. So if 2022 was hard for you as well, I am praying that it's the same for you. My word for this year is bloom and I'm ready. I'm like, let's get, let's do it. I'm ready to bloom. I'm ready for a good year. I'm so excited. So with that being said, I wanted to share some things that I am excited to do this year that are a little bit different than I have before or with more intention that I have done in the past so that this can be the most purposeful year ever. Side note, I'm drinking this sparkling water, but my new thing lately is mocktails. And I found this really cute, really good, delicious mocktail mixer um, on the Target app. It's the brand ARK, A-A-R-K-E. This is not sponsored. This is just like something that I feel like everybody should know about. And it's delicious. I feel like I'm drinking a fancy drink. I got my fancy glass. You can see it if you're watching the video on Spotify or YouTube. Um, but it's just the, it just sets the tone for me, sets the vibes, makes me feel like I'm really doing something, you know, and I'm just drinking water. <laughs> Before we dive into all the things that I'm doing differently this year, I did want to say, if you're not following along on Instagram, on my personal account, you should, because I'm doing a series right now called 30 Days to Purposeful Living, where I'm sharing all kinds of things every single day that I do or am starting to do or have done for a while, just things that help me show up with purpose every single day, like in the day-to-day, simple things that are easy to do, anybody could do. Um, And I would love for you to come along on that journey with me. If you are doing with me, please tag me so that I can see and cheer you on and also so that I can have some accountability because I'm doing the challenge. I'm going through it 30 days. I am setting the tone for this year and I'm excited. So Let's dive into some things that I'm going to be doing differently this year. I am excited. So like I said, with the 30-day challenge, I'm going to be mentioning a whole lot more, like an in-depth 
30 different things that I'll be doing, but these are some main things that I'm really going to be focusing on this year. Number one, waking up earlier, taking back my mornings. This one, if y'all were around in 2020, I was the morning gal. Like I was, it was the today is the day era. If you guys remember me bringing that back, that was like my catchphrase every day, waking up today is the day ready to go. Had my perfectly crafted morning routine. Y'all like I had just had Jude and when he was a baby, I would wake up at like 5.30 a.m., get up, do my workout, do my quiet time, do my affirmations. Like I was on it. And I'm not saying I'm going to bring that back (laughs) probably exactly because we're taking baby steps, okay? But I do love the idea of having an intentional morning routine. I did a whole episode about it if you want to go back and listen to it. Um, But I'm just adjusting. And I feel like that's good. Like there's so much permission to adjust as seasons change and as life changes and your commitments and your health and like all of the things change, okay? So that's what I've been doing. I'm just going to start small and be really realistic. So if waking up early, and by the way, these are not things that you have to do. These are just things that I'm excited to do that I have seen in the past few weeks and months help me that I really am excited to implement more this year. So take it or leave it. These are just some things that I have been learning about recently. Um, But yeah, I love the idea of just being able to make it fit you. Like you don't have to do what anybody else says is the right way or the way that's going to make you the most successful whatever. Like it's going to look different for everybody. But for me, I've noticed in my own life, I can tell such a huge difference when I don't have intentional morning time before Jude gets up or before I rush into the day. Like I can't tell you I'm not fun to be around. (laughs) If I wake up in a hurry and I have to rush out the door, like I'm a stressed out on edge, irritable, like just not not my best self when I have not had the morning to set the tone for my day. And I'm telling you, even if it's five to 10 minutes before Judah gets up, if I have that time to just have a moment to myself in the quiet, it makes such a huge difference for me. And I actually just read this book called The 5am Club. Actually, I listened to it on audiobook. I highly recommend it. It's actually a really fun one, especially if you're somebody who likes the idea of personal development, but you're not quite into nonfiction. Um, This is a great one to start with because it is a self-help kind of personal growth book, but it's written as a fictional story with different characters who live out all the lessons that you're learning. So I loved this book and it's all about this idea of elevating your life by owning your morning. So own your morning, elevate your life. And something that was key that I really took away from that book is the fact that the morning time is the only time that you will consistently have to yourself. Think about that. Most of the world is not getting up at 5 a.m., 5.36 a.m. And so that is a great time to do things that are intentional just for you, that are just for your growth. Because later on the day, you may not have the motivation. Plans could change. You got kids running around. You got meals to cook, errands to run. But in the morning, nobody's going to wake up at 6 a.m. and like take that time from you. Like The odds are really low. So what I've been doing is trying to wake up at least 30 minutes to an hour earlier than I normally would. The goal would be 530. (laughs) We're going to work towards it, but I'm going to give myself grace because, you know, like my health and all the things considered, 
I'm just going to start small, wake up 30 minutes to an hour earlier. And I'm going to spend that time either going to the gym, which has been super great for me because I love the feeling of having my exercise done in the beginning of the day, like feeling like I have that movement checked off and I just feel good. And it like motivates me to be healthier and make better choices the rest of the day. Is it just me? But yeah, so I've been going to the gym on the mornings that I'm waking up early and I'll just go listen to an audiobook, you know, listen to a podcast while I'm on the treadmill and then I'll come home and it's so nice because the boys are usually still in bed. So I'll go and have my breakfast and my quiet time and read for a little bit and it is magical. Like there's nothing like that time in the morning for me to just set my mindset and prepare myself mentally for the day. Some mornings, like I said, I'm going to I'm going to have a lot of grace for myself because there are some mornings where Jude wakes up at 6 a.m. ready to go. And so in those moments what I'm trying to do right now, if you're a mom, if you have suggestions, please share them or maybe this will help you. Something that I've been trying to implement with Judah is a quiet time for everyone who's up. So if he gets up early, we're all doing a quiet time. And what I mean by that is we're not turning on the TV. We're not turning on music. We're not going to be running around and being crazy at 6 a.m. in the morning. We're going to set aside at least 15 to 30 minutes of quiet. And he can go play with his toys. He can go run around. He has some like little coloring things he can do. But he knows that's mom's time to read and get breakfast. And we're not going to be busy and hurrying around in the mornings and protecting that time. And even modeling that for him has been so good because I feel like it's teaching him also that morning time is really awesome. And I'm going to be doing an episode soon about tithing your time. This is something that's been a big piece of this for me lately and why it's so important to me to commit to taking back my mornings and just being more intentional about that. And it's just something I feel like God is challenging me to do because I just want to come at this year with another level of intention. And I miss out on those moments if I don't start my days right, because I'll be honest, a lot of the times, if I miss my morning time, I can let the whole day go by and realize at 9 PM, Oh, haven't read my Bible today. Haven't prayed today. Like haven't done anything intentional for myself and I'm worn out. Don't have any more energy and I'll try again tomorrow. You know? So not that that's the end of the world. Like it's okay. Like God still loves you if you don't read your Bible. Okay. But but for me, I just want to challenge myself to take it to the next level this year. So that's what my mornings are going to be looking like as often as I can. Next one is less sugar. You guys, I have the biggest sweet tooth of all time. And it's a real issue. Like, especially with my health problems, <laughs> it's a real issue. And so you know how it is. Like, I feel like in the last year, I've just gotten in the cycle of feeling stress, needing comfort, like going to treats and Christopher and I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. I don't think I have. This is actually really bad, really embarrassing. But Christopher and I started watching this show that we love um, in the fall last year, and it comes out weekly on Hulu. And so every Tuesday night, we would go to Crumble, get ourselves a little treat, and it would be our at-home date night, which is great. Like I'm all for the at-home date night, except getting Crumble every single week was getting not only expensive, but just like excessive, like that is too much. And so because that came a part, became a part of our routine, I got in the habit of just craving a sweet, like it's the end of the day, we're sitting down for a show, like I want crumble, I want, you know, whatever. 
And I just do not want to have that routine in place anymore. I want to cut that habit out. (laughs) I just know not only for my health, but just in general, like I want to take better care of my body and I don't want to be going to food for comfort. I don't want to be going to food when I'm stressed. And so I am challenging myself in January to not eat desserts or like sweet treat type things. I am going to let myself do chai and matcha because I don't drink coffee and I need a little bit of caffeine some days, but I'm going at it from a more realistic and sustainable angle because I would love for it not to be just like a January one and done thing where it's like, okay, I'm cutting sugar or like I'm doing this fast at church and I'm going to cut sugar for that. And then the rest of the year it's like, oh, well, I really want it to be something that is a lifestyle change for me. And so I started to think of things that I can have in place of sweet treats that are so good. So like I'll do smoothies, smoothie bowls. I make these really good dark chocolate salted peanut butter cups that are like clean. So good. Or like coconut butter. Oh, my goodness, y'all. But anyway, trying to think of alternatives or like doing a tea at night instead of like a treat to cap the day, because why is this a thing? I've talked to other people about how this is kind of ingrained in me from childhood. But after I have something savory, my brain just thinks that I need to cap it with something sweet. It's the most annoying thing ever. So I'll like have dinner and then I'm like, hmm, what are we going to have now? Like we need something sweet. I may be super full. But my body's like, we're not done until we've had a little treat. And so I'm trying to break myself of that habit because I don't need something sweet to end the day. Like I'll survive. So (laughs) anyway, I'm going to be working on less sugar. I'm actually reading a book right now by Dr. Caroline Leaf. Y'all know I'm obsessed with her. She's a Christian neuroscientist, but she did this study on how the American diet affects our brain and our mindset. And it is, it's phenomenal. I'm really loving it. But that for me has also been convicting because she even talks about how processed foods and the way we treat our body is not stewarding the world or our bodies the way that God intended us to. So I'm like, okay, all right, maybe I need to make some changes. (laughs) So if you need something to read, that's really encouraging and just giving you a better perspective, especially a biblical perspective, I highly recommend that book. It's called think and eat yourself healthy. I believe. Okay. Next up, this one might sound silly, but my next thing is saying no more. And this is something that's been an ongoing process for me for pretty much my whole life. I, I I hate the feeling of letting people down. I feel like that's a human thing, but I really want to get in the better habit of protecting my yeses and being more intentional about what I'm saying yes to, because y'all know anytime we say yes to something, we are also saying no to something else. And anytime we say no to something, we're able to say yes to something else. So I just want to make sure that I'm not overcommitting myself with plans or projects or even like a to-do list of areas that I want to grow, like my goals. I just want to be able to say no to more, to make sure that there's margin and boundaries, to make sure that I'm able to use my time to prioritize the right things. What I mean by this is just really getting into the routine and the habit. I mean, more than that, like it's not just a habit. I think it's going to take intentional conscious effort to get to a point where it's like, you know what? I'm not going to have five coffee dates this week. I'm going to choose to stay home. I'm going to choose to say yes to quality time with my son. I'm going to say yes to making sure our house gets cleaned this week. I'm going to get, you know, like making sure that I'm prioritizing my time with God or my health, like whatever it may be. I want to get better about just being able to say yes, especially because if God were to ask me to do something else, I would want to have time in my schedule and margin in my life to be able to say yes. And that's another thing I'm going to talk about in this whole time episode. Like there's so much to this that I could just go on and on about. Stay tuned for that. 
But yeah, I'm going to say no more. I'm going to try to. It's going to be hard for me, but I'm going to say yes. I'm going to I'm going to say a better yes this year, okay? Hold me accountable to that. <laughs> next one, well the next two actually kind of go hand in hand. The first one is more intentional family time and the next one is more dates. Y'all know Christopher and I are both entrepreneurs. My husband, he's a wedding photographer and he travels a lot for work. He does weddings out of state, out of town. He's gone a lot. He also works evenings. And so it's just been the season we've been in in the past year. It's really hard. It's not fun. It's not ideal, but it's been what was required for us financially in the season. And so it's been busy. It's been really hard figuring out schedules and family time and making sure that everybody's needs are met and that we're not like totally missing each other all the time. And so going into this year, I've just talked to Christopher about how I want us to be more intentional about, you know, sitting down at the beginning of each week or each month and talking through our schedules and just communicating about, okay, this is what we've got coming up. How can we support each other? How can we carve out time for family time, family rest, and then dates like investing in our relationship? Because I'll admit we're not the best at this. Like we're good at having quality time at home. Like we'll play a board game. We'll do a puzzle. We'll watch a show, but we don't go on a lot of dates as many as we used to, I guess. I don't know if this is like a common thing for parents. Like you just stop going out and doing stuff, but we've been trying to do that more lately. We went ax throwing not too long ago with this thing called get out pass that we have. It's actually so cool. Um, it's like class pass if you've heard of that, but basically you get a membership and then you can use your credits to go and do all kinds of fun things like trampoline parks, ax throwing, uh, rock climbing, there's main event, like all kinds of cool stuff. If you are interested, I have a code. I think it's like 30% off if you use just my name, Hannah, to get a get out pass. It's great if you have kids, great if you have spouses or just want to go hang out with friends. But anyway, we use that to go axe throwing and it was so much fun. I had never done it before. And I was like, oh my gosh, we should do this more often. Like it's so silly, but I just don't want to get out of the habit of dating Christopher and trying new things and having fun in our marriage. Because if you're married, you probably know it's so easy to just get into this routine of going through the motions and then you start missing each other. And it's like your roommates and nobody wants that. Like that is not God's design for marriage. It's something that I don't want for our marriage. Like, so we are just being intentional about loving each other well and investing in time with each other and our family. So I'm excited about that. Um, some things for investing in intentional family time that I'm excited about are we have a Zoom membership, which has been one of the best things we've ever done because it totally pays for itself. You can go all the time. It's it's amazing. If you're in DFW, you should definitely get a Zoo Pass to Fort Worth Zoo. It's so good. And so we go there a lot as a family. Um, we go to the park. We'll go on walks, like play outside. It's just it's so fun. And especially now that Jude is getting older, I want to be so intentional about those times with him so that he has memories of us just really connecting as a family. That was something that was really special to me growing up. We would always like go hiking or camping or flying kites. Like my dad would always take us to fly kites. It was so much fun. So I really, I'm, I'm at the point where I want to start planning those sorts of fun and intentional things for Judah. And it's so sweet. Okay, right along with that, something that I really want to work on now that I actually I have good news. Now that I have left my part-time job, I was working at our church as an admin. I have left that job. I'm so excited about it. I love our church. We are not leaving, <laughs> but I am so excited to have more margin in my schedule to work on the podcast. You guys know I'm in school right now. I also have some other clients, like I do my purpose sessions and things. So I'm just excited to be able to say yes to those things and have more time in my schedule. But because I'm going to have more margin now, going back to saying no, I don't want to just 
fill up my time with random stuff or not use my time well. And so something that I want to do for myself and for Judah is get into a better routine, like more structure throughout the week to where it's like, okay, Mondays and Wednesdays, I know he's in school, so I can do my schoolwork on Mondays and on Wednesdays, I can edit the podcast. And then on Tuesdays, we'll have a family day or something like that, you know, to where it's just like something that we know is going to be a little bit more structured in our routine so that when I sit down to work on those days, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. I know exactly what needs to be done. And then I don't have to stress about like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I don't know when I'm going to do it. It's like, I know I have designated days. And this is something that I'm even going to be doing with our cleaning routine. This is something we used to do when we first got married and I really loved it. I got this from another couple that, gosh, I read it on a blog years ago, like maybe six or seven years ago. And the wife was talking about how they have a cleaning routine where she just breaks it down into a certain task for every day of the week. And then on Saturdays, it's a different deep clean with rotating weeks. So for instance, it would be like Mondays, clean the bathrooms, Tuesdays, laundry day, so on. And then Saturdays, the first Saturday of the month, we're going to clean the floorboards. Second Saturday of the month, we're going to dust the fans and window blinds or something like that. And then Sundays, it's just rest. And so to me, I love that kind of structure and routine because it helps me know, okay, everything that needs to get done is going to get done. I don't need to stress about it. I can just have one thing to do a day. It seems very manageable. It seems very like simple. I'm all about simplifying. (laughs) And so that's something I'm excited to get back to this year as well, especially because now Jude's at an age where he can be involved in that, uh, which is super great. (laughs) Next is prioritizing rest and staying centered. I just don't want busyness to start distracting me from all of these things that are, that I want to prioritize and be intentional about. And like I said, it's super easy for me to fill my schedule or say yes to things or start like dreaming these huge dreams and starting tons of projects and getting just totally swept away in the busyness of it. And I just don't want to do that. So I'm going to put some boundaries in place for me, like phone curfews and I'm going to start this thing called scroll free Sundays in February. And I'm super excited just to have little things in place to help me take a break from technology, distractions, social media, and get back to just chill time. I have my Monday self-care routine that you guys have probably heard me talk about by now, but little things like that really help me have anchor times in my schedule where I know there's going to be rest and time that I am committing to not fill with busy work or not fill with plans, events, anything like that. And it helps me so much Because when I show up to the other things that I'm saying yes to, I'm such a better person. I have more energy. I have more to give. My work is better, you know, all those things. So I'm really going to prioritize rest. It's something that I started to do in the new year. And it's just so good for all the things like spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally. It's just so good. And it's a rhythm that I want to be a regular thing for our family, especially as we get into busy schedules with Christopher's weddings and all of that. Next, as I said, scroll-free Sundays. I'm excited about this. I am currently doing this digital detox devotional. It's so cool. It's from the Daily Grace Co. If you've not heard of them, definitely look them up. They have all kinds of Bible studies and devotionals, and they're so cheap. I think this one was like $5, but it's called Redeeming Your Phone Time. And it's all about how we can use our technology to glorify God, or it can serve as a distraction that actually takes us away from him, which is no surprise to any of us, I'm sure. But it's been really cool just sitting through, like sitting down and thinking through that, and then also thinking of an actionable plan and boundaries to put in place to help myself from scrolling at night and missing out on good quality sleep or missing out on time with family. Like, have y'all looked at your screen time lately in this devotional? How'd you like sit down and write down your daily average, your weekly average, how many times you pick up your phone a day? It is humbling. 
So <laughs> I'm excited to start Squirrel Free Sundays. I'll talk more about that in an episode coming up as well. And then lastly, I am going to be doing more By Words community events. I am so pumped. If you guys were here for the very beginning of By Words, you know that it started as a little Facebook group, just a humble little Facebook group. And it's just grown so much. And I'm so excited and hopeful for all that's to come. And I love this podcast. It's the, my favorite thing that I do. But I miss the community aspect that was was kind of the bywords roots. And so I really want to get back to that this year, starting with in-person events. So if you're in DFW, and even if you're not, like literally anybody is welcome to come. I plan on doing quite a few this year. I've already planned them out. I have some friends that are helping me. I just think it's going to be a really sweet time to come together and network and have community and build friendships and relationships and also just invest in yourself a little bit and grow and just stay connected to a community of girls who are really committed to pursuing God's best for their lives. And I'm so excited. If you are not local, don't worry. I'm going to be doing virtual events as well. And there's going to be all kinds of things for us to do together just to get back to that community because we've talked about it a million times before, but I just stand by the idea that you can't do purpose without people. It's so pointless if you're not bringing anybody with you. So those are some things that I'm really committing to doing this year to, to being more intentional about, because I just want this year to be so purpose-driven because even if it's another hard year, even if nothing goes according to plan, if I, I know that if I'm committing to these things and these are the things that I'm doing differently and saying yes to this year, it won't be any wasted time. You know, I think if we say yes to things that are always going to be good for us, good for our relationship with God and with people, we don't have anything to lose. Even if it's the worst year ever, we will still be planting seeds that we will eventually see the fruit from. And it's so, so worth it. So I hope that something in this encouraged you today. I really am so hopeful for this year. I hope that you are too. I'm excited for all that's to come and I'm so glad that you're a part of it. So be sure to tag me if you were here and screenshot this episode and share. I'm excited for all that's to come and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember I am cheering you on.